You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. I'm at a time of my life where I have a fair few friends who've divorced their partners. From the outside looking in, it has never appeared to be an easy process. All of these friends have children, and yet for some of them, there has come a time when life has found its rhythm again, and they feel ready to meet someone new. Natasha Stewart is the founder of The Business Jump and a mum of four who recently went back to dating. Hi, Natasha. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Good. Thank you. So when did you decide to go on t- on Tinder. It can be a big decision to make, can't it? I know. It still makes me laugh that I'm actually on Tinder. Um, So it's probably only been about two or three months now since I actually signed up to Tinder. Was that a bit of a strange experience? Because I'm assuming it wasn't how you met your ex-husband. Yeah, yeah. So I was uh, with my ex-husband for 17 years. So certainly no Tinder or dating apps when we met. Um, So it was a whole new world to me. And was it at all frightening or was it exciting? A little bit of both. I felt like um, it was something that I shouldn't have been doing because I think when you're in the mindset of being married for so long, um, you know, you never really think too much about Tinder or going on it. So, yeah, it was exciting and terrifying at the same time. I was not prepared for what it would entail, but, um, (laughs) you know, here we are. Oh, my goodness. I want to know, what does it entail? Uh, I'm a lot of grottiness, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I don't know whether I should say that or not. But um, I just, I, I remember hearing about Tinder maybe a few years ago on the radio. And at the time, it was, I perceived it as to be a place where people meet just to go and hook up and have one night stands. However, it's certainly transitioned since then and it's more of a dating app and I think you can even find friends on it. Don't I'm not 100% sure about that. But I do know that it's not just for one-night stands now. However, um, I was not prepared for the type of characters that I would see on Tinder and how some of them are very loud and proud about exactly what they want and what they want from the person that they're looking for. And... Um, I've also viewed Tinder from a guy's perspective, so with my ex, because he went on it too. I wanted to see what it was like for the guys to see, and I was a little bit surprised and shocked by how um, out there some of the girls were from, I mean, at least what was showing up on his feed anyway. Oh, my God. That sounds like such an awkward experience. Yeah. <laughs> so you obviously it was an amicable separation with your yeah, ex. Yeah, yeah, very, very amicable. Um, we're friends. We talk about, um, I mean, not in full detail and stuff, but he has a girlfriend now and I've been dating and we sort of just chat with each other about, oh, how's it going and stuff. So, I mean, to look on his Tinder, it wasn't a really big deal. He sort of willingly showed me. <laughs> well, that's nice to hear anyway, at least, that it yeah. was an amicable separation. Yeah. Um, so was there ever in your mind an idea of dating without using the apps? Because from the outside looking in, it seems like that's the only way you'll meet someone these days. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you, to be honest. I think it's really hard to meet someone um 
in person, perhaps maybe from a mum's perspective, because I run my business five days a week. Um, I, I may go out with my girlfriends every couple of weeks or once a month. But apart from that, I don't really have a life outside of that. <laughs> so being able to, you know, see what's out there and in, you know, in, in the single world from an app at home, it definitely makes it more convenient. You did um, write a post about dating um, on your Facebook group, Remarkable Business Mums, and said it was personal growth on steroids. (laughs) Can you explain how that works? Yeah, sure. Well, I pretty much see every opportunity as a personal growth um, opportunity, I guess. However, um, I guess... I've done a lot of personal growth, particularly over the last four or five years, just because of the circumstances of my life. And I went from, you know, before I started that personal growth journey, quite a, um, like, I wasn't super confident. Uh, I didn't have boundaries. I, I did a lot of inner work and I arrived to the place where just like in the last year or so, where I'm more comfortable with who I am, I'm more confident, I understand my needs and what I want and my boundaries. And in that setting of my life, I guess, in the context of being married and my business and my friends, I was was fairly good at flowing with that. However, when I guess a new experience opens up and especially when it comes down to men and dating and being in circumstances where people are I guess judging you on how you look and how you act and everything it really sort of tested out those skills of staying grounded in who I am and being happy with who I am despite the fact that I was now in a circumstance where a whole new entire type of I guess, vortex of life was opening up to test me on those things that I had learned. And if you were to compare yourself pre-Tinder in terms Mm. of um, when you were dating before you got married Mm. and how you are as you date now, what are the differences that you would see? Polar opposite. There's no way I could have navigated Tinder in my old version of myself where I used to think that other people's opinions were more important than my own. I didn't have that confidence. I didn't have any sort of awareness of boundaries or anything like that. I couldn't have done it. I, I it would it would shred me apart. Um, whereas now I'm more um, I guess just grounded and I don't take it too seriously and I'm not really affected if someone ghosts me or you know, doesn't agree with something that I say or, you know, like I I, I would have taken it way too personally in my older self and thought that there was something wrong with me. Now I know that other people's perceptions of me are their own and that's fine, but it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me if they don't like me. And do you think you are more certain about what you want? Yeah, a hundred percent. So I'm not like, I don't have a checklist where it's like, okay, it must have blue eyes. It must be tall and blah, 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 blah. However, I do have things in my mind that I know that I want, that I feel I didn't have in my marriage and that I craved from a relationship. And I'm pretty set on what I'm looking for um, and set on staying 
true to that. I'm I'm happy to ebb and flow a little bit depending on the circumstances, but this time round, I don't want to settle anymore. I know what I want. And is it ever awkward, uncomfortable, or as you said, you know, you're not taking it too seriously? Is it more fun than any of those things? Um. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's a little bit of a kaleidoscope. It's 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 definitely fun after being married for 17 years and I got married when I was 21. Um so really young. I missed out on a lot of life experiences. <laughs> um so and I know that obviously I will settle down again when I find air quotes the one. So at the moment, I'm just enjoying the present moment. I'm just enjoying dating and um, experiencing different things. And it still does feel a little bit naughty because I still, I guess, have that, wow, I've been married for 17 years and this is stuff that I never dreamed I w- would be doing. So to actually be talking to guys and going out with on dates and stuff, um, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I, I have two different sort of motives. If I connect with someone and it's a genuine connection, then I'm happy to go out and have fun and experience that and see if there's any potential. But then also, you know, I am I still would like to meet the, the, the one to settle down with, but I'm not in a rush to do that. I'm happy just experiencing what comes my way for now. And is any of it tricky with your kids? Because you have um, twin toddlers too, don't you? So you've right. got very young children that I imagine are quite demanding at different points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it? Do you find it um, a bit of a contrast, I guess, between your life at home as being your, a mother and then when you go out and date, given that <laughs> previous to now your experience in that world was as a wife and partner and as a mother? Yeah, so I have a 12-year-old that's very onto things um, and an 8-year-old and, of course, my twin toddlers. I think what makes it easier for my situation and from what I gather, I think that my situation is quite unique in that I still live with my ex because we're very amicable. Um, It makes sense financially, logistically, and it's what's best for the kids right now. So we're just like flatmates. Um, But because of our routine and our schedule, I will tag team it with my ex. So despite the fact that we both have four kids, I actually have more freedom and time than most people would expect because he'll be there in the evening if I want to go out or, you know, we negotiate weekends. Um, So, yeah, I think that aspect definitely makes it a little bit easier for me. Yeah, that does sound a bit unusual, but (laughs) again, a wonderful situation. Yeah. Um, I'm just reflecting on how you mentioned that you are very different and when you date now to when you were dating as a younger woman. Mm. And I kind of, not that I'm, I'm still married, so I don't know what it's like to date now, but I often think back to how I dated as a young woman and wish I had those qualities you mentioned. So mm-hmm. uh, a greater sense of self, boundaries, and knowing what I wanted I'm wondering if you would, if if this has kind of given you uh, a way to talk to your own girls about dating when that time comes around so that they might have a better experience of dating when it's their turn. 
A hundred percent. In fact, my daughter started year seven this year and it is the year where she has started to <clears throat> understand that there's boys out there and um, she actually <laughs> does have a boyfriend. And I use that term really loosely because, I mean, they just go to school and see each other. They don't hang out with each other. However, um, he, he dumped her a week before her birthday. And then, yeah, it's like the brutality of being a kid again, right? And then he messaged her a couple of weeks later and he said, well, I like you 30%, but I like this other girl 70%. And she ran ran (laughs) downstairs and she showed me the message and I said, no. I said, you tell him he has to like you 100% if he even thinks that he can talk to you. So she quickly texted him back and he said, you know, you have to like me 100%. And I said, do not settle for anyone that does not like you 100%. It's not okay for him to do that. And, I mean, he's a kid and he's in year seven and I actually posted that in my Facebook group and there was a little bit of an uproar about you know, um, potentially that leading to a domestic violence situation if it was an older man and stuff. But I sort of think that he's just a kid and he didn't really know the power of what he was saying. I said to her, do not settle for anything less than 100%. Tell him that, set your boundaries with him and tell him that if he wants to talk to you, he needs to show you in his actions that he's sorry and that he will treat you as 100%, not just listen to his words because he can say anything and obviously he, you know, he does. So she she texted him back and she said, no, you have to show me in your actions. And he said, well, how can I do that? And I, and she said, you go back to school and tell everyone you were a dumbass for dumping me and then maybe I will talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, yes, yes. <laughs> Um, and I mean, he's made it up to her every single day since, you know, since then, um, he, I guess you could say he's accepted her boundaries and he knows her worth and she knows her worth. And yeah, that was a proud mum moment. Oh, so it should be. Natasha, thank you so much for chatting with us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. That's Natasha Stewart. She's the founder of The Business Jump. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.